You're listening to Building the Game with Rob and Jason. It's Building the Game with Jason and Rob. For tabletop game design, you really can't go wrong. Building the Game, yeah, Building the Game. What? So, all right, yeah. I don't know. I did start recording. <laughs> you're so good at podcasting. Why didn't you do the intro? Jason, you're Bob? so good at pod- podcasting. I'm it's sad because it's your last chance to do the intro. But, well, but, but Gray's here, so he should do it because he has a much better voice than I he do. He does have a much better voice yeah. than you do. Hello and welcome to Building the Game, a documentary podcast. Today is Monday, August 5th. 2019. Actually, it's, it's going to be the following uh, I, I mean, today is August 12th, 2019. There it is. This is episode three, <laughs> seven, six, something. Six, seven, six, seven eight, nine. <laughs> it was either six, seven, or eight. I'm pretty confident. Well, it's in that range. I would look it up, but it's on my phone, and we're using my phone to record. Fi- we'll fix it in post. So. Yeah. With Rob Couch and Jason Slingerland. And also, contest winner, Nate Darty. Woo! Contest winner? I always win all the contests. That's why I didn't apply oh, to be oh, the right. guest judge. Un- universal contest winner. Yes. Right. Universal contest right. winner, Nate Darty. And... One of this year's BTG IDC 2019 judges. I'm just going to say the best judge because he's the only one in the room. Certainly the funniest and one. And the other two won't listen to the show. So. Yeah, no. We have great, good, 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 hey. <laughs> Nice lady. <laughs> great Dietrich. Hey, that's me. That's you. Thanks that's for me. doing the intro. Hey, no problem. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you also, Nate, for hanging out. Of course. Thank yeah. you, Nate. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. We are recording this in front of a live studio audience. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there she was, our one live studio I, I audience. I hope that picked up because that was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very brilliant. Uh-huh. And we're at Gen Con. The, uh, we just finished the IDC, the, the Iron Design Challenge for this year, uh, and uh, it went pretty well. Um, we were a little rushed because one of our competitors had a hard out at 8 o'clock. So we just determined she lost. <laughs> yeah, she, she she lost for that reason. Basically, yes, I, I, right, I mean, you're right. the judge. I don't want to speak for you, but uh, well, she had her good points and her bad points. Uh, Nat had good points and bad points, and uh, Nat's bad points were less than her bad points. And in the uh, end, so. Nat was better at throwing a die. Than yes, she was. yeah, he rolled better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there was a little sympathy vote for Jason hitting him in the. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, J- Jason being Nat uh, in the nuts with the... Uh, <laughs> I literally could not have done that if I tried. Yes. With I the, just was like, let me just throw this this D4 at, at Nat and then literally point the end right in the junk. Right. Mm. Wor- worth remembering, <laughs> it's a it's a giant size plush D4. Yes. Yeah. Right. But it is, those pointy ends are... are They're pretty pointy. When they hit the they wiggly bits. Velocity. As, <laughs> when they hit as the Banana bits. Chan would say, when they hit the wiggly bits. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this is not a family-friendly show. No. Yeah. No. There wasn't really any swearing. Well, Rob did swear in the beginning. Well, Nicole wasn't here, so. (laughs) Yes, true. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Drop all the F-bombs. True, true. Yeah. So anyway, so IDC this year is done. Went well. Yep. Uh, We will hopefully have video of that online soonish. Soonish. Hopefully by the time it's on you. Yeah. Getting it uploaded. By the time this episode goes up, it should be all good. Should be, yeah. Yeah. So Um, if it is, assuming it is, I'll link to it. It'll be great. In the show notes. So, yeah. Um, Yeah. How's how's the show so far, gang? Ah. I'm having a great time. How about you guys? Yeah, I'm having a good time. Uh, we got in Wednesday night, and uh, we're not demoing for Van Ryder Games right now. Yeah. So um, I actually still have my voice because I haven't been like talking nonstop the whole time. Oh, I got to just do whatever I want. I mean, I helped Katarski out for a couple of hours, but yeah. you know, like it was kind of interesting because. I didn't have any scheduled events, so I didn't always do anything. It's weird, <laughs> like in right? some ways, it was better to have things I needed. You know, other than this, like I had no other thing I had to be at a certain time. Yeah. Sometimes it's nice to have something to do. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, like in past years, I've I've scheduled spe- specific events, at least a couple every day, or at least like publisher pitches, right? 
and and the only thing I had on my on my agenda for for this trip for me was was obviously the show tonight, and then last night we went to the burlesque show, which mm-hmm. was fantastic. Um, but we, you know, Christine and I didn't have anything to do all day today, so we went to the hall, and we walked around, we bought a couple of things, and we went and got lunch, and we're like, you know what, I'm tired, my feet hurt. Let's just go back to the hotel and lay in bed and watch TV for a few hours. And that was really nice, but it also kind of felt like, I really planned this weekend poorly, didn't I? Usually, usually. Yeah. Uh, so my wife and I got in uh, to Indy Wednesday about afternoon, uh, helped Mark Spector drop off some of his game, The Artemis Project. Nice. Um, he needed more space hauling a bunch of boxes down here. Uh, and then we hung out at the Newfields um, Gardens and Art Museum. That's just uh, a couple miles away from downtown. How was that? Um, it was really gorgeous. Uh, if we get a chance, we'll go back to the museum part again because it has a great variety of artifacts and pieces of art from a whole variety of different time periods. That's awesome. Nice. Um, and it's very well laid out. It's very nice. Um, then Thursday, uh, had some scheduled games and a bunch of seminars. Um, uh, a bunch of our friends who work with Money Cook Games, the role-playing game company, um, met up with them a bunch. Uh, today was a bit more unstructured and Saturday and Sunday should be wide open and just wander the halls during the the busy day is yeah. Saturday so that's the perfect time to just wander <laughs> the <right>. hall <laughs> yeah I, Thursday I was like wow this is pretty busy and yeah. then today I was like oh this is really busy and I'm reminding myself that tomorrow I'm gonna say man I wish it was Friday <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when there aren't a million people in this yeah. hall it, uh, yeah. it does it feel busier this year than other years it does I think yeah. so yeah. it does yeah okay and I I don't know why because I feel like isn't the the population still capped? Yeah, yeah. The same it just attendance d- rate, but it just, just depends. They could have set the hall up a little differently. I mean, they can always like it's possible the aisles are slightly narrower, right? You know, hmm. I mean, if they were to say cut off twelve inches on a on an aisle just to give a little more space to the booths, mm-hmm. uh, you would notice the difference. It wouldn't visibly look the same, like different, but you would yeah. notice it. You'd bump into people more. Yeah, right. There, yeah, more, yeah. More there's a lot of that already. One of the things they did out in the main hallway, right in front of the the exhibit hall, that I loved is they sectioned off. I don't know if you guys have seen this. They put a um, roped off the entrance. Roped off yeah. the entrance. No, but not just that. Uh, along that back wall, they also about six feet out, uh, roped off an area with the same things. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're standing in line there, that helps you to um, to not be in the way of traffic. And vice versa, in the morning when everyone's standing there like a herd yeah. waiting to get in, that pathway is still open so people can still come and go through there. And that was fantastic oh, okay. because otherwise you walk up and it's like, well, I guess I'll go around because there's so yeah. many people, you know, pushed right. in here like cattle. Yeah. That, um, yeah. Yeah. No, we stayed out of the crush this time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I did too. Um, I was there at the time of the crush and then I saw Julio when we stood around and talked for a little while so yeah. that we didn't have to deal with that. Yeah. yeah. I have to say that I do miss the exhibitor badge for that reason. You get to go into the exhibition hall an hour right. early. Yeah. <laughs> right. And even though you can't like buy anything, you just can look at everything without bumping right. into people and that's right. that is nice. Yeah. Very nice, yes. So you were gonna you were gonna talk about the challenges sure. we've had this year. Yeah, so Gen Con this year uh, really tried to send us a message of we hate you, it felt like. Um, so this is what happened. Uh, on Tuesday we get a phone call. Uh, from our hotel that said we have good news and bad news. Uh, we were staying at the Hyatt. This is um, the Tuesday. This the Tuesday of Gen Con week, right? Yeah, two right. days before we leave. Yeah. Two days before we're supposed to be at Gen Con. They said we have good news and bad news. Um, the bad news is we don't have a room for you because we've mm-hmm. been overbooked. Now I want to be very clear. This is I'm 99 sure this is not the Hyatt's fault. This is Gen Con housing sending them too many people. What? Um, yeah, I know what Gen Con Housing did something wrong. Are you which, kidding me? What? Which, you know, that goes from Gen Con Housing to Visit Indy to the Hyatt. I right. Think that's how right. that chain goes. Yes. Um, so anyway, someone in that chain screwed up. I doubt it was the Hyatt because they're the last one. Um, but anyways, so they called and they said, but good news, we're going to give you a free hotel room. And I was like, I'm listening. <laughs> 50 minutes away. Mm. Um, to which I was like, I was very polite to the lady, but I was like, no, 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 no. Like, you already took a deposit from me? 
Like, like we're here to do business. You know, it's not just a fun event. Like we have pitches we need to do. We have this stuff. Like I, I get that this is a this is a crappy situation, uh, and I'm not mad that you're. It's not your fault. You're trying to help. I get it, but. Like this is going to be debilitating for us to get anything done because then automatically we had to drive separately mm-hmm. because, you know, Christine's here too, your wife. And so it's not like we all have different schedules, right? And right. it's not fair to make, especially to make Christine hang out until wee hours of the morning when right. you and I are doing things possibly um, or early in the morning when one of us needs to be downtown. Um, so, but I was like, okay. So I, I talked to Nat LeVan and he had a space that he could give me at least Um and uh, he have offered a space to you guys as well. But you guys said, you know what? We'll take the hotel that's far away that's free. Uh, Nat was going to give me a super good deal. Uh, you know, and it was going to work out good for everyone. Um, and well, then, less good for us. But we we were less – our schedule was less important yes, than yours. Yes, right. So and we agreed then that we would drive separate. Yeah. Um, so – and we were saving like $800. So that's pretty awesome, right? I mean the hotels – but I would rather pay the money and actually have a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyways, uh, what happened after that was I got a phone call from the Hyatt, from the manager, and he said, listen, I'm really sorry about this. I've got really good news. Um, the Conrad, which is next door to the Hyatt, also turns out way nicer than the Hyatt. No yeah. offense, Hyatt. It's very nice. Um, very nice. Heavy. It yeah. is. Um, the Conrad, we found you a room there for Friday and Saturday, or Thursday and Friday. Thursday Friday. Uh, Thursday and Friday. We're going to give you that room for free, uh, and uh, we're going to have you come back to the Hyatt on the Saturday. last night, Saturday, and you'll pay for that room like normal. But we're going to give you one free valet parking spot. I was like, wow, you're awesome. Thanks for that. Hey, but we now have to drive two cars. So I'd really rather have two valet parking spots. So he made me sign up for like the Hyatt program, which was free. And then he gave us two parking spots, which is 45 bucks a day So for each. So, yeah. hey, all right. Um, so we did that. Um, and then uh, long story short, it's been great. The Conrad is amazing. It's I would really totally nice say that again. They set up an amazing hospitality suite yeah. for everybody yeah. from Gen Con. Uh, which is a huge open game area. That's very yeah. nice. They have a bar in there, like a like a just a guy snacks behind the bar. Yeah, snacks. The beers are super cheap. The snacks are super cheap. Everything is very reasonably priced, and it's open twenty four hours a day, attended with someone there to help with it. Yeah, nice. we're, um, so we're I think we're till, probably heading that way. Yeah, yeah we're after this, we're totally going back like there. Like eleven last yeah, night. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a little bit of a hike. It's next to the embassy, but it's not it's not bad. Uh, it's worth it. Um, so part of the story you don't know. Yeah. Nat got in at twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a room. Oh no. Oh jeez. So yeah. So I think he has still had a reservation, but because he got there so late, they had given his room away because mm. he must not have told them he was going to do late check in. Um, what's funny is if I had stayed with him, I would have checked in earlier, so he may have had a room. So sorry, Nat. But uh, Chris Kirkman always has a huge room uh, where he lets all the friends and people that oh, are helping him goodness. stay. So Nat was able to go jumping over there and have a room to stay in. Um, so that was that interesting thing that happened. Turned out aces for us, right? I mean, like, no complaints. We found a better yeah. hotel, and uh, it turns out that um, we uh, got two nights free. So And parking free. Yeah. Um, the day before the convention, we get a note from Gen Con that they've canceled the IDC due to lack of space. Uh, and actually, the message actually said, we do not have the time nor the space to put this in. So put this in, so we have canceled your event. Uh, that I submitted three months before that. Um, so anyways, yeah, the day before. So we started looking for a place, couldn't find it. Well, this morning I went to the event HQ. They felt bad for me. They said, go to the Westin. They have some space at night. Westin HQ was able to give us a space, a very, very nice room. It's actually the coolest room I think we've ever been in. It was a little cramped, but I, it was a little tight, but, uh, it turned into a a steel cage match literally because everyone was sitting all around. I would say it was more like a theater in the round. Yeah. Theater in the round. That's Mm, good. That's good. But it was very Or a rectangle. Yeah. Yeah, Well, you know, the the center and the people were sitting around the the perimeter. But it was, it was a fun setup. It, um, it incorporated some danger for the audience a little more than usual, which we appreciate. And Matt, but that was most self-imposed. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, with his dance he, skills. He did almost dance into the table like three yes. times. He also <laughs> jumped up in the air and then did the splits. I missed the splits. Yeah, it was oh, at the yeah. very end. It was right pretty amazing. End. So yeah, it it looked horrifying. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's probably why you guys gave him that round, and that's probably I believe why. so. Yeah. Because, um, <laughs> he put so much of himself on the line, right, for right. the art. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, uh, so it's been, uh, that, that part of Gen Con has not been great. Um, the rest of it for me has been amazing. So yeah. I have some awesome pitches. Uh, I got to meet a lot of publishers I've never met before. Um, good. Thanks to uh, uh, designing Isaac. stuff with Isaac. So yeah. yeah. So we've been doing some co-designs and that's been really fun. Good. So, yeah. 
Cool. Yeah. Anybody else want to talk about their Gen Con experiences that we haven't yet? I've su- I've played surprisingly few games um, for True. Gen Con. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still really hard to find a place in the actual convention center. Uh, to like, sit down and play a game? Yeah. Cause it's been a problem for years. Jason practiced a pitch with me before he pitched. Um, uh, Isaac was supposed to do the pitch, and yeah. poor Isaac got his flight canceled and everything. So he practiced with me, and we played. But, of course, you know, within 10 minutes, somebody's going, hey, uh, we're supposed to be demoing a game here. You know, like every time you sit down anywhere, it's like, yeah. hey, we're yeah. going to be demoing a game here. So that's kind of annoying. Yeah. And the one thing I that I don't like, like one of the major things I don't like about Gen Con that I that I do like about most local cons is the access to the library. Like yes. you go to Geekway, you go to Grand Con, you go to the they like you just show your badge and pick a game and you go mm-hmm. play a game. Here you have to like pay to go to the library. I'm not even sure where the, there was a library over in the football stadium because mm-hmm. uh, they have some tables there for the that's where the mini games are now. Yeah, but you got to walk a mile to get there. Right, yeah. and I just like it's. I don't know. For for a gaming convention, it's sometimes awful hard to play a game. Well, they really want you to buy games, but they don't right. want you to play them. Yeah, I I mean I know that like you can demo games unless at, you're paying to play them. And right, they're right, all yeah. about it. Yeah. If you buy a ticket, right, to play a game, right. they're all about it. Yeah, and I thought about that, but I just no, didn't. That's no, silly. it's stupid. Yeah. yeah, and that's in Grand Con even to their credit that I love. Not only do they have a cool library, they actually have the play to win section yeah. where yeah. you check yeah. out the game and then you enter a raffle for that game and yeah. you can win it, which is really cool. Like, what an awesome idea! I've won. I, did you have you won before? Either no, of you won? No. Oh, we won uh, something. Like Tamer's name got pulled for a zombie game of some sort. Cool, cool. Yeah, I won. Yeah. Nevermore one time. Geekway has so. that too. It's uh, that's it's, a, it's nice. a great idea. Yeah. It encourages people to check games out of the library and play them. Right. Yeah. So. And you can mm-hmm. you can demo in the exhibit hall, but I'm, I was telling Adam like there were games I wanted to demo, but I walk up and it's so crowded and like that that crowd anxiety thing kicks in where you're yeah, just yeah. like I don't want to stand here and wait while yeah. everybody's walking around me. I just keep moving, just keep yeah. moving, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a so real unless challenge. the table happens to be open right when I walk up yep. to it, I don't really want to sit down. Yep. We did sign up for the Die Hard uh, game from USAopoly because uh, we came in right at 10 and signed up for the 10.30 slot because mm. uh, it's right by the door where we came in, but otherwise I don't know if we would have done it. Yeah. It was a fun game. Good. So. What, what's what's that game like? Like, I've seen the movie a billion times. But That's like, the how game, do, basically. How do, how do they, the funny thing is they really do, a like, almost too much of a good job of following the movie. So it's a one versus many. Okay. One person plays John McClane. Of course. And everybody else plays the thieves. Wait, wait, who's that? <laughs> Never mind, go just on. Go. Just Rob go. Rob is done with the podcast. Just go now. Right, right. <laughs> um, you know, it's a Christmas movie, right? Oh, yeah. wait. Let's yes. not open that can of worms. It so, is, and I will fight you. We're not going to have that discussion. <laughs> it, yeah, just, so, but the funny day. thing is, There's like, a plastic knife over there, and I will stab you with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, the interesting thing about it, in some ways, is that the guy playing John McClane, I played John McClane, even though he's the hero in the movie, in, in the game, he's actually kind of like the bad guy. It, it, you know, it's like a co-op right, game for everyone yeah, else yeah. who's yeah. trying to break right. the, the codes to get into all the safes. And John McClane is kind of messing with them. Right. <laughs> so it's kind of a weird twist in that way. But. That is cool because, yeah, most games where it's one versus many, the one is the bad person. So right. that's right. that's really so cool. So you kind yeah. of naturally fall into that. And, right. Uh, you know, John McClane's goals are more like if you do this, then it hurts the robbers more or whatever. It's not like a, if you do this, you win. Yeah. Um, the the only way the thieves win is so it, the cool thing is like the board is about normal size and it starts folded up in quarters, so the first level is just one quarter of a board basically, and the thieves are moving around looking f- like there's a code mechanism which is really really cool, uh, and they have to get some hostages which are just little tokens they have to turn over and see if it's hostage, um, and but then when that that level is finished, you unfold the board halfway, so then the second level is two quarters of the board. And you do the whole thing, and then the, the third and final level, you open the board all the way up. Mm. And then there's um, two levels, the roof and the be- below the roof, 
And John McClane can win by getting up there, setting the detonators and all that, and then swinging on the fire hose down and knocking Hans Gruber off the Nakatomi Tower. <laughs> That's like nice. how he wins. The uh, thieves win by either if John McClane runs out of his deck, you know, whenever he gets damaged, he loses cards, mm-hmm. then he dies and they win, or if they break all the codes. And the codes were kind of this interesting. Um, there were just cards with four numbers, all odd numbers. Uh, and depending on the level and the challenge, you could put one or two or three of those cards on top of each other. So you could have a code that's four, eight, or even 12 digits. Hmm. So when the thieves are playing, they choose, at the, you know, like in this case, three play, thieves, they would choose the card they want to play, put it face down, put it together, you turn it up, and you put them in numerical order. The first and last cards are the numbers that you get to use for the code, and the middle card is the one you actually use for your actions. Hmm. Oh, cool. So really it was cool. like if it's a 9 and a 17, then you got a 9 and a 7, and you got to cover up those spaces somewhere on the code. Hmm. Cool. So it was, yeah, it was a really interesting uh, mechanic, honestly. I'd never seen anything like it. Yeah. Um, and the artwork is... That works fun. It's fun. It's super yeah. minimalist. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not like they didn't get Bruce Willis's likeness sure. or No, it's Albert almost better that they didn't, right? right? Like the um one of the pieces I thought looked really beautiful, it's so simple, is uh the dude who's trying to crack the code and he's got the headset on. So it's just like a solid color face mm-hmm. with no nothing on it, right? Mm-hmm. And then like you can see the the headset coming down and it's just it's it's like instantly you know graphic. which character that is, right? Right, yeah. mm-hmm. right. It's, and, it looks more like mm-hmm. an infographic, frankly, than it does a game, but it's and perfect. It's full of like quotes on the cards and the little things you gather, quotes from the movie, you know. There's a whole thing where he, uh, John McClane can find someone's shoes. Like if he kills one of the thieves, mm-hmm. he gets their shoes, but of course they're too small because in the movie... Why does he have shoes that are the size of size my mother-in-law? Yeah, smaller than my sister's or something. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and then like on the next level, um, there's windows and the thieves can break the glass to make John McClane have to walk over the glass. So mm-hmm. there's like a lot of theme and a lot of the movie That's into cool. it. Maybe but a little bit too much. Yeah, maybe a little yeah. too much because like, I, I mean, I didn't play, I only played 20 minutes of it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, sometimes when you're too close to a theme or like a story that exists already... Right. You lose choice because right. that's that would know, like, be my fear there. There was a, a when the Lord of the Rings movies came out. There was um, one of the mass market companies put out this Lord of the Rings yeah. quote unquote game, but it was just on rails. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like a fantasy flight good Lord of the Rings game. It was just some mm-hmm. big market, and it was like you know you're just moving along and you reveal the next tile, and then you move along, and then you find Gollum, and you know, like but there was no. You were just doing the movie. It was just an activity. You, yeah. We're just performing the movie That's on a like, board. Right. Come on. But listen, sometimes you have to schlieb dem fenster. That's just what you have to do. Sure. Shoot the glass. People. Yeah, yeah, Shoot yeah. the glass. Right. Come on. Oh, schlieb. Um, you know, mm-hmm. one, one, one game Shoot that is kind glass. of that way, that, a little bit on rails, We um, last year we bought that Choose Your Own Adventure game, mm-hmm. um, House of Danger. Which is literally the opposite, supposed to be, like by the title. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> it, I mean, it's basically... It was it's it was really goofy. You're just basically reading the story, and occasionally you roll a die, but it's a d6. You have no control over what the outcome of that's going to be. You have, it's just roll it, better, Rob. It's just uh, right. and, and you know, and you you choose your adventure and you read different things. But even at the end of each chapter, it gives you the opportunity to go back and re-explore and redo anything you you missed. And so it's it's kind of barely a game. But it was so fun and so silly and, and crazy that, that we had a blast playing the it. The theme and the, the, the nostalgia for they really nailed for the, the feelings of when I read those books yeah. as a kid. Like they completely yeah. delivered that feeling. They absolutely so. did. And I loved it for that. But but also, so I, Christine and I played it together with her sister. Her sister's 23, who was far yeah. too young to have yeah. experienced any of that stuff. And she had every bit as much fun as we did yeah. because it was just so goofy. Now, mm-hmm. did anybody ever not cheat when you were a kid and you were reading those Choose well, Your Own Adventure? Yeah, did you your, ever not, you like... You put your finger in oh, thing. I mean, of course no, you do. I mean, like, yeah. Of course you do. Well, I, guess, I just always assumed that's how you, you were supposed to do it, right? Like, Kind of, yeah. It was a puzzle, yeah. I thought. Like, you, oh, I died. Okay, I'll go back, yeah. make another choice, right? And, and in the game, if, when you die, they're like, hey, yeah, it's funny. Here's this funny way you died. Okay, go back to that other card you were just looking at. Yeah, right, right. Keep yeah. going, you know? I mean, that's the, mm-hmm. the game would suck otherwise, yeah, right? right? Like. Right. 
oh, first round, we're dead. It would be like that time when I paid $20 to play True Dungeon. We had to walk across the balance beam. Yeah. I walked across perfectly without falling and then rolled a one and died. Yeah. And, I was, <laughs> and they were like, you're done. Get out of the game. Yeah, get out. You're, you're out. Get out. And I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, it was stupid. But so. anyway, so it, 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 the Choose Your Own Adventure game last year's was absolutely on rails, but I still thought it was a, a right. blast. To anyway. the point where you bought the new one. It, it, yes, and that was that was the first thing coming in. The first thing we did, I did is I went in and I bought the new one. Uh, I don't I don't care. I'm just I'm on board for another <coughs> one. We had so much fun with it. I just remembered that a friend of mine wrote a Choose Your Own Adventure in the Star Wars universe. You remember? Do you know who TK421 is? Sure. Yeah. yeah. The, the only Star Wars to ever be named. Why isn't he Star at his Wars post? Stormtrooper. Why isn't he at his post? I know. I know. That guy. Well, because his his comm isn't working. To be well, fair, he's he's not the only Stormtrooper to ever be named. Not well until FN four two eight one or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Finn's designation is, but. No, right. um, but know, until then, yes, yes, absolutely. So anyway, like basically, my friend started the Choose Your Own Adventure from TK421 wakes up from being unconscious uh. and then like goes, and it was really fun. But <laughs> that's awesome. That was, yeah, I, I just remembered that for some reason. Um, no, the first thing I bought, I was a game called Doctor Doctor. I heard Maybe that sucks. <laughs> it's it it looks pretty bad. I yeah. gotta say. Does yeah. uh, uh, uh. you know? So I I, uh, I went over to, to the doctor. Doctor is the the retail version of simple surgery, which right. longtime listeners are so blah blah blah. All right, so um, <laughs> excellent. Go back and listen to the. We uh, Christine and I yesterday we went over to the to the indie indie boards and cards booth and uh, and because this is the first time I've seen the game. Like I've seen pictures of it online, but it was the first time I've actually been able to hold it in my hands. And uh, we walk up to there, and I can see they've got it set up for for demos on the table in the middle. But there's so many people around, and no, nobody's playing that but everybody's just, just a mob on all sides so i'm like yeah, i don't really need that uh and then i and i pick up the box off the table to look at it and christine and i are looking at it, and this woman behind one of their helpers is like oh oh let me tell you about simple or, or i'm trying to call it simple surgery <laughs> let me tell you about dr doctor i was like oh no i know all about it she's like oh okay <laughs> well you should have you have you tried it no i haven't played it well, you, we have a demo open no i'm good <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. And I put it back down. You're like holding the box up like, hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I just put it back down. And I, and I kind of turned to Christine. I was like, okay, let's move on. And she's like, are you sure you don't want to play it? It's like, no. Nah. I mean, the, the woman at the booth there, she's you sure you don't want to play it? It's like, no, I'm good. I'll come back another time. Which we know in, in Gen Con languages, no, I'm not coming yeah. back. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So that, that, I kind of enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> so passive aggressive. <laughs> Well, it's better when I get went by. It was like set up on one of those cocktail tables. Yeah, and it didn't even get its own cocktail table. It was half of a cocktail table, right. and there was another yeah. game on the other half. We went back there today, and and it, it did have the whole cocktail cocktail table Ooh, today. Got promoted. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and uh, and I went over there and I chatted with the guy who was demoing it. He walked me through it, and I was like, Yeah, I'm I'm the d- designer actually. And he's like, Oh, okay, cool. And then instead of saying things of like, oh, I really enjoy this game, it's going really well. So I, no, he said, oh yeah, I know like three or four other designers. They've all come by today for some of the other games we have today. <laughs> he tries to one up me. Well, <laughs> what? It was really funny. You wow. Just really flip the funny. table right then. Just yeah. flip right. the table. Well, in that case, I'll be taking my games and leaving. <laughs> and <laughs> just he, snag five copies, put them yeah, in your pouch. Right. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was really funny. That is pretty funny. Yes. Yeah. So. And then I and then I, I did go up to the main table and I talked to, to, to the guys who, who run the show over there and I was like hey guys how, how's it going oh, yeah. um, and they they gave me my, my four copies that, that I'm entitled to and um, no problem hey you're good are you just hanging out in here or is this an event this we're is recording it. a podcast right yep. now well, you're on it here? though it's you're cool it's, it's right. real informal you're it's really cool it's fine how was your Gen Con. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and anyway, so I get my copies, and, and oh, yeah, it looks so great. I love the art. You guys did such a great job with that. I love the two different size cubes. That was really clever. And uh, and I said, so has it, has it been going well? Has it been selling well? And one of them kind of did the, the so-so hand wave. <laughs> <laughs> kind of shrugged and said, so-so. 
Like, oh, thanks. Just maybe just I mean, lie. And say, yeah, thanks for the enthusiasm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm so excited and happy about your support for my game. Then they, yeah. they don't want to oversell you. It's selling amazingly, and then you get, like, a bad check. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, Indie Borden card has so many games. Yeah, like, yeah I know. Yeah, their yeah, catalog yeah. is they're massive. Like, and now that so. they're merging, they're doing Indie Game Studios now, right? Yeah. They still have a separate yeah. Indie Boards and Stronghold booths. Right. But they basically look the same, and half of their inventory is the same. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. It is weird. I mean, but they're not the only genius games. Apparently, uh, just bought Artana. Yeah, or oh. merged with Artana. Yeah. I don't okay. know. So they they have two booths that have they're both branded as Genius Games and have yeah. all yeah. the same games. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm sure. That I think they'd already purchased. Yeah, the, yeah. The I mean, booth, cool. Whatever. So um, Skybound has two booths too. Well, yeah. they have one that's Cyanide and Happiness and one that's yeah, Skybound, so. but they have the same stuff because they've, it's, and know. they've got a separate trolley booth too for that. That's trolley. the that's yeah. the Cyanide and yeah. Happiness booth. Yeah. Yeah. I believe yeah. is the trolley one. Yeah. Yeah, because I actually uh, signed up to pick up uh, Loveless and Babbage, which is an Artana game that I backed from the Artana booth here and I went to Genius Games and I was just happened to be talking to him and I saw Loveless and Babbage. They had like one in the Genius. And so I just started talking to the guy because they're from St. Louis. So uh, I've seen them around and, and trying to get to know them, you know, sure. keeping my opportunities mm -hmm. open, right? Yeah. Um, so, and I said something about it and he's like, oh yeah, well actually we're the same company. And I said, well, can I pick up my copy? He's like, no, you have to go over to the other booth to pick up the copy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I see. But they had all the promos and stuff. Right, so, right, uh, right. Over there. Cool. But yeah, I like, our, basically what he told me is the, the people at Artana wanted to get more time into it back into designing yeah. less time into the business because yeah. so everybody knows when you well. run a publishing company you stop designing games that is a fact pretty close you do yeah. not have time to design yeah. them anymore yeah but I, I mean I'm happy because between greater than you know merging with Dice Hate Me and Genius taking Artana like St. Louis is, and you know Gray Fox is in right. St. Louis and a couple other smaller ones like St. Louis is becoming a board game publishing hub That's well cool. and um, greater ready, than yeah. Greer then also bought cheap ass games. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Really? yeah, they have Kill Doctor Which Lucky. I think no. they used to be in Madison or somewhere. I don't remember. I'm not but, sure. Um, so. Yeah, so like now I just have to figure out a way to jump ship from my job and get a job with one of those companies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I talked with Daryl today, louder, yeah. and cool. uh, he might be moving to St. Louis. So, oh, wow. uh, okay. Anyway, yeah. All right. Keep my options open. Yeah. So yeah, uh, another game came out. I'm going to just shamelessly self-promote. Uh, Into the Black Forest premiered here, so that I was cool. I haven't heard of that one. I've been helping uh, the Green Couch Games booth. Uh, but I would like to point out, it, it's been cool. It's actually It's been selling pretty good. So, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it yeah. actually has. Filler and, and Into the Black Forest both have been yeah. selling right, really right. well. Right, right. Well, I heard that game's not very fun, but it looks great. Yeah. Th that's yeah. The, art, the art sells it. That is true of most of my games. So. <laughs> <laughs> really good art gameplay. Eh, so-so. 10 out of 10 art, though. So, yeah. right? Um, but anyways, it's it's been going pretty well. Uh, the big achievement I had at that booth that I want to talk about is uh, that uh, oh, yeah. I managed to sell uh, a package deal to a person. So the person, so Kachar's going to have this bet. I bet him at Origins that I could sell one copy of every game to one customer. Like, that I could sell the whole green couch package and got his agreement that I could discount it if I did that, right? So um, this guy came up, looked at my game, and said, "Oh, this is pretty cool. I might, I might come back. I'll, I'll come back later." Which, again, as Rob said earlier, yeah. that means mm -hmm. I'm not coming back. Yeah. You'll never see me again. Um, so he said, "He said, but really, I will because my wife sent me here to get, you know, family-friendly card games." And I said, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! If you're here to get family-friendly card games, you're at the right booth because all of these games are family-friendly. In fact, I have this deal. I have this bet with the publisher, and he's at lunch right now, and you could help prove me right." Problem is, there's only one copy of Jurassic Tech left in existence, so you're my only hope. If somebody buys this, it will never happen. Uh, and I mean, Dave was there, right? And I yeah. convinced this guy to go from me. Maybe I'll come back to buying one of every game. I look over and there's a stack on the table, and the <laughs> guy goes, "Do you guys have bags?" Yeah. yeah, yep, yep. So, uh, yeah, so he bought every game and two play mats. That's great. So. Uh, Yep, it was pretty. He gave sweet. him the Slingerland discount. Yep, yeah. I had to actually create a new discount in Square oh, nice. to give him a discount to, because I added it up and said this is what the price should cost, but then I rang it up and it was like way more than that. Yeah. But Katarski came back at the end and approved that the price was a great deal, and he okay. was like, "I can't believe you did that." Yeah. So Jurassic Tech's gone or yeah, almost gone. Gone. Yeah. I actually can't believe that I was able to do that. Like mm -hmm. that shocks me. It's great. Um, 
So yeah, but one of the things I want to point out that is really cool. So this is your last episode, Rob. What? Um, that was the really cool so, thing you're no, pointing yeah, out. Yeah, it's pretty, it's Wonderful. Pretty Finally. I know. Dead weight. But no. So we started this We started this podcast as uh-huh. two jerks who didn't know anything about game design yeah. and had no games. And now we're two jerks seven years later who don't know anything about game design. But both of us had a game premiere at Gen yeah, Con. Sure. Like... Like, yes. I cannot think of a better time for you to quit than the year yeah, that that right, happened. Right, go out on top. Like, right. I mean, right? We are basically the Seinfeld <laughs> shows, except for we're going to get, the show's going to go on. But, like, like that's, how amazing is that, right? Like, yeah, that's neat. seven years ago, I don't think either one of us would have predicted that that was going to happen. Yeah, right? Cool. I was curious. So, Nate uh, and Gray have both been listening to the podcast since nearly the beginning. I like mm-hmm. to consider myself the second listener after Neil. Neil, yes. <laughs> who, was, who legit was the first listener of the show, I think. And you've been listening to the show since pretty early, right? A long time. Since, I want to say single digits. Yeah, me too. Single digits yep. somewhere. So, yeah. Neil literally found the podcast two... He decided to try and design a game two weeks after we, we released the first episode. Yeah. And found us. And, yeah. you know. Uh, so, so... With you guys having been here for so long listening, what would you like to say to Rob other than don't let the door hit you on the way out? Um, <laughs> How much editing do you want to do? <laughs> no, 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 no. Please don't swear. Uh, <laughs> don't swear. No, so I started, yeah, I s- decided to actually start designing games as a hobby right around, I guess I was like May 2012, give or take. And a friend of mine who was like, you know, he was the GM for the game we were playing at the time. He he actually told me he'd heard about, you know, he's like, I just started listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like it. And so, yeah, it was probably five, six episodes and that I was when I first started listening, and uh, it was really cool, and I loved it. And and if you go back and listen to the early episodes, first of all, don't. Um, don't. But <laughs> no, seriously, it's, it's rough. I yeah, mean, it's rough. Yeah, truly yeah. rough. Hey, but we didn't know how to make a podcast or design games. Right, okay? right, right. It was. It's truly documentary. At yeah. this point, um, I would say if you want to listen to the podcast, I would start with episode three seventy seven. <laughs> no, three fifty. <laughs> well, actually, no, finish with three fifty because then you get Josh and Matt, which is really the pinnacle no, of this whole thing. I always yeah. whenever whenever somebody <laughs> wants to start the podcast, I just direct them to episode three hundred. Because that basically gives you the summary up until where we've started. Yeah. And then, and I say, if you want to listen to the early episodes, do that. But, like, you know, that's a great place to start. You know, you can skip around. Episode 100 and 200. Yeah, 100 is a lot of fun. And, you know, the Gen Con previews every year are always a little bit fun, you know, and stuff like that. A little bit fun. Not a lot too much. A little bit. Because I I found you guys and uh, Flip the Table. You guys both started around the same time. I I started both episodes. They, of course, quickly gave up. Yeah, yeah. Because they just sucked, right? Yeah, yeah, terrible, no. terrible. If you haven't listened to Flip the Table, do it. It's so good. Um, so anyway. It, yes, they need plugging, yes. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was probably about a year later-ish that I was. I had a friend in Grand Rapids who was getting married. And so we were going up to Grand Rapids, and I was just like texted you guys or what I guess tweeted you. I don't know what it was. Facebook. Who knows? And I was like, hey, I'm going to Grand Rapids. You guys want to have lunch and play some games? Um, and you actually said, yeah. So we stopped by a place in Kalamazoo and played a couple of games. Went to Theo um, and Stacy's downtown. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And there was some parade or something. Yeah, and we so all got like, stuck in the, uh, yeah. in the parking, parking garage. garage. Were you late to the wedding? Almost. Almost. Uh, <laughs> um, but it was like, it was just cool to be like, these guys who do this thing that like anybody anywhere could listen to. And, and it was weird. I feel like, you know, I just met him and that was cool. Right. And then and you vandalized Rob's house. Yeah, so. yeah. I left you guys a beer that I had home brewed that uh-huh. apparently had been uh, sitting around a little too Shaken, long. Shaken, not stirred. That was probably what, like mid 20s episodes? Oh, yeah. I don't know. That was uh, a long time ago. And that was when we were still recording at your house yeah. in the worst yeah. room ever. Right. So, Super yeah. hot room. In and my yeah. hot home office. Yeah, Rob opened the beer and it exploded everywhere. And <laughs> yeah. I, they still hold it I against say that me. Was 40-something. It was, it was, yeah, in there. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because it was probably about a year in, so. Yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway, yeah, so, like, and that you guys encouraged me to come to Grand Con. That was my first con in 2014, I think. I've been coming back to Grand... I consider Grand Despite Con my home Despite the fact that I con. locked you out of the hotel room, you've been coming back right. ever since. Um, like, I consider Grand Con my home con, even though I'm from con. St. Louis. No. And you way. have a home con. But Geekway was... A, yeah. This is the first year I went to Geekway, right. and yeah. it was because Katarski asked me to right. work yeah. into the booth. 
Um, Hopefully the time works out. I'm hoping to come down and work for him next year. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's mid-June. It's almost the same time as Origins next year, so it's kind of weird. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's rough. So, but, like, you've gone from being, like, these people I listen to once a week to being, like, legitimate friends. Um, and just, I don't know, that's not something you necessarily expect to hear or expect to happen. It's weird, right? Yeah. yeah. It, it, but... Well, we are awesomely accessible and accessibly awesome. Yeah. I mean... I don't know what that means. <laughs> and you guys have always been very supportive of... Well, as much as you give each other trouble. Supportive of each other, supportive of, you know, everybody else you meet in the, in the game community, which has made it just so much easier to participate, which I really love. So. Thank you. Rob, Thanks. I think that... Jason and I think more alike in game design, so one thing I've always loved about you is you're, you think differently than I do when it comes to design, so I always love your pitches because they're usually not things I would have come up with, and so it always gives me something new to think about that I'm like, oh... Yeah, I never thought about that that way. So that's I what I would do say this on a grid board. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I never heard of a hex grid. Oddly enough, still not actually finished designing a single game that uses a grid. So <laughs> <laughs> some people's white whale is some really sweet theme. Rob's hex grid. <laughs> oh, I always thought Rob his so unicorn. I thought decide. Rob's unicorn was Frankenstein's legacy. <laughs> it's still that's, in a box yeah. somewhere. <laughs> I still, it is still in, in a couple of boxes. I, it's actually, I know exactly where it is right now. I don't think I'll, yeah. There's like three new games out at Gen Con this year that are about assembling human bodies. Wow. Yeah. Wow, you and really missed the market on that. I did. And then isn't TC Petty working on a game like uh, His Father's Work, or if that's the title? I think My Father's Work or something like that. Yeah, or... Yeah. Yeah, but come on. You can do better than TC, right? Well, Wait, does he could. listen to the show? <laughs> Please. Does TC listen to the show? Yeah, 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 yeah. He actually showed up TC tonight, would only he? listen to the show if, if he recorded an episode, and then he would only listen to the parts that he was talking. Well, if we tell him that we talked about him, maybe he'd listen in to hear what we said yes. about him. Only if we talked about how amazing his hair is, and then he would gladly listen. But it is getting more amazing. It is, right? It's right. It was so, long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's pretty good. It's something. I can't believe we spent this much time talking about it. Well, that's enough. <laughs> I can. So great, great, great. Are you done here? Yeah, yeah I'm done. Up. Me. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I started listening. I think around the single digits, um, and one of my first times meeting you guys was at uh, Barnes and Noble in oh, yes. Grand Rapids. You brought uh, the what was the snowball? F what water balloon water washout? Balloon washout, yeah, as, as before. Snowball fight, yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. well, I forgot. That's the first time we met Mark and Brian right. as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I got to see that in action, um, and that was a cool experience. And just kept listening to the podcast after that, um, and it was. The documentary style, the open style of the podcast was great to listen to and um, hear you guys express your doubts, express where you had problems, um, being able to say, I don't know what to do with this, you know, when you, when you had a problem and just that kind of openness, being able to say where you were struggling was uh, a good thing for me because it, it told me that just because you know I was having difficulties thinking of stuff or I wasn't experienced enough to know how to fix a problem in a game that that was okay um, and that helped me keep plugging along um, so that's that's one of the more rewarding aspects is just yeah, you guys are accessible. You guys are, are humans. Uh, we try. I believe. <laughs> well, we'll we'll just leave it. Yeah, sure. It's possible one or both of us are scrolls. Yeah. You don't know. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm. We are humans, I'm, just like you are humans. <laughs> um. So we are all humans in this room. <laughs> 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 so well thank you yeah I definitely appreciated you guys hard work um, and so yeah I wish I wish you all the best 
Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Appreciate it. So are you already thinking of a new hobby to fill some time, or are you just going to enjoy not having your time specifically assigned and filled? I have some projects lined up uh, around the house. Uh, I've, I've been thinking for years about building my own arcade emulator cabinet, so uh, I've been collecting electronics over the last six months, Raspberry Pi and TV and arcade. Anyway, so the weekend after Gen Con, I'm going to start drawing up some plans, and I'm going to buy some plywood and build myself an arcade cabinet for my basement. I started that project yeah. many years ago and then abandoned it. I still have some stuff. Yeah. Well, I think I've got all the electronics I need at okay. this point. Uh, it's just getting them, and, and I've assembled them all. Well, I haven't, like, you know, arcade stick and buttons. I haven't hooked up yet. But I, I connected the pie, the Raspberry Pi, and I've got RetroPie on there, and I've got a bunch of ROMs on it. I plugged into the TV and plugged, hooked up the sound. So all that stuff I've tested, and it works great with an okay. Xbox controller. So it's just building the cabinet, put it all in is the main thing. Okay. All right. So that's, that's my exciting. next project. No, uh, you know, I, I'm sure I'll continue with some other creative stuff here and there, but I think uh, I think I need to kind of take a break from this for a little while is the main thing. Yeah. But, yeah. But, I mean, I, like, you know, I want to I wanna get back into RPGs a little bit, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, we got to get the bingo ball. Yeah, out. I had bingo RPG if we, if we want to try <laughs> that tonight. Yes, well, um, we said, yeah, we have to try that tonight. Um, Absolutely. So I like to get into that. I'd like to, you know, try and work on designing some simple stuff. You know, what I like the the Indie Press Revolution booth, and there's another one, uh, Indie Game Alliance or something like that. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, that has uh, a bunch of, like, little little tiny uh, tiny RPG stuff. Uh, I kind of I kind of dig that, and I, I want to explore some of that stuff. But I also just want to, like, run some games, you know. Right. I, I bought uh, Dungeon World, and I really like that system mm -hmm. after reading, mm -hmm. reading through it. So I'd really like to get a campaign going. It's not hard to publish an R RPG now, I don't think, because like drive through RPG yeah. and stuff like that, you can right. upload and that's kind of the PDF appeal of that for me. Yeah, yeah, because you've always enjoyed putting stuff on the Game Crafter, and yeah. frankly, this is less does like it, I think it's easier what you'd be doing. There's more, more content to make, but it's more accessible, I think. Yeah, yeah. So especially if you're not doing like a full on book, just doing like a short form. Right. You know, she's a D12. Nobody uses. The I D12. know, right? Nobody the, uses a D12. The D12 is the best die. Right. I so love hands D12. down. Yeah. Yes. Divisible nice, by three, by like, four, by two, yeah. by six. It's, it's great. You know, I love it's it. round enough so it rolls well, but it's yes. got these big faces. Yes. You can see right. the numbers and it stops no appropriately. Rob and I, you've had conversations offline about that. I, right. Yeah, yes. I've been saying this for years. It's the best die. I love the D12. Absolutely. Yeah, and nobody so, does anything with it ever, except for great swords and great axes in D and D and Pathfinder. Well, sure. <laughs> That's <it>. well, duh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. I know I've said this before, but uh, I've probably said this every time we record an episode of Gen Con. But Gen Con continues to get more diverse, which I love. It's yes, great, right? Sure does. Yeah. Every year, there there's more non-males more people of color there's uh, you know mm -hmm. yeah my wife um, is cheering on the side yeah, of the yeah like yeah. more more people across the spectrums all the spectrums yep. mm -hmm. um right. you know I'm lots of, of your, your button that you have there yeah I, so um you know like the gamer g-a-y-n-e-r yeah, yeah, yeah. um they're you've the ally and gamer tags are around of various places but there's their actual like table is in the tunnel between the football arena and. I wonder because yeah, we gotta and check it out. I want one so of those you buttons. could get the ally, and yeah. then they also had the pronoun ones. Yeah. He, yep. him, and then um, yeah, they had the transgender button that says "I will go with you." Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, of course I picked that up. I wasn't. I I have to admit I don't know exactly what the saying is from if it has more meaning, but I assumed it was kind of like a um, yeah. if you're trans, if you need someone to support you, I'm there for right. you. That, so that's I my assumption too. Yeah, yeah. Right. certainly grabbed that. So, but on that subject, we Christine and I had a delightful moment uh, uh, yesterday. There's a booth uh, that's selling uh, Christmas ornaments that are mermen, and they're like you know sexy guy torsos with with mermaid tails yeah mm -hmm. and you know and there's the firefighter and there's the construction worker and all those classic right. stereotypes and it's they're all really funny really yeah. funny yeah. and so we're like well we need one of these for our christmas tree because it might piss off some of our family <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, and we're looking around and, and there's one in the back in the very back that's it's a it's a um uh 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 merman array 
So it's the torso of a man with, from the waist down, it's the body of a manta ray. Nice. And, and he's got this like super sexy pose where he's at a weird yeah. angle. And, it's, and it was like by far the most ridiculous Tell pose. Tell me he had seashells over his nipples. He did not. <laughs> no, you wanted to see those babies. Man. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, was, it was definitely the sexiest pose. It was hilarious. And so we're like, well, that's one. It was also the most expensive one because it was the biggest one. But whatever. We have to have that because it's great. And so Christine buys it. And, and the woman behind the counter says, says okay, now here, here's the thing about this one. Uh, I, the first time I brought these to a show, I, I hung this one up, and this woman ran over and started pointing at it and laughing, and, but like like happily. And, and you know, I said, well, to the woman, yeah, I know it's pretty funny, right? She's like, no, 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 you don't understand. I'm a marine biologist, and that is the body of a female manta ray. <laughs> so it is, it is nice. the first ever Christmas ornament of a transgendered merman. Mer person, mer person, yeah. manta mer person, yes, yes. mer person. Tra- <laughs> awesome. Well, trans male, it would yeah, be yeah, a trans yeah. male mer manta ray. Yes, <laughs> well, that's a mouthful. I know, right? And we just and so all we, the better. When she told us that story, we're like, well, um, then we yeah. definitely Even made the right better. choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just spectacular. Yeah. So anyway, it was like forty bucks. It was way too much money, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For a stupid joke, but that's awesome. But you yes. will treasure it for the rest of we your life. We certainly lives. will. It will have a a wonderful spot on our Christmas tree. And it's a good conversation piece because people will ask about it, and you can tell them that lovely story, and that's fantastic. Yeah. So I think I've definitely come to a point in my life where I don't buy art or artistic things for their own sake. Like I want something with a story to it. Sure. You know, yeah. I, and mm-hmm. I'm not. You know, the artists here are amazing. I mean, sure. the artists. Uh-huh. I can't imagine a human being being able to do some of these right. things some that of the they talent do. That, yeah. It's just fantastic. But like I would rather have something my friends made not perfectly that I that is from my friends. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I right. you know that's or something just, you have a personal connection to. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. we want to have a yes. like a fountain waterfall in our backyard. Um and you could buy a fountain, but our friend Jason ha- is a uh He's a he has a degree in ceramics, uh-huh. and so he throws pottery. And so we just asked him to design us something because we'd rather have something cool and original sure. that came from our friend, you know. So like I wouldn't let him throw that piece. So it's like that's great because so. it's got such a fun story. Right. It means something more than just this is beautiful. Yes, yeah. yes, that's I love awesome. Okay, all right. Well, what else? Anything um, else in, on everybody's minds? I'm tired, and the con's only half over. I know, right? <laughs> oh, yes. I drove by myself this year because all my friends moved out of St. Louis pretty much. Like, my friend Adam took a job up at the Mayo Clinic, so he was driving down from uh, Minnesota. And it's weird driving by yourself. It but, is, yeah. like, I mean, it was I nice. I listened so. to podcasts. I listened to the last episode of BTG on the way up. I, th- I think I listened to you guys on one and a half speed just... Because just since we're since we're keeping track, try not to judge you. Makes you that. sound wittier. <laughs> Much wittier. Our comebacks are all less. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the editing's going to get a lot better. Don't worry. No, it's not. Um, it's true. It's probably going to get worse. Right. Well, I, yeah. It's it, yeah. No, it's so, true. But it, I mean, I I like a bit of that alone time, but it is definitely different because it's not like that communal experience you get. Right. Right. But I also means I get to let, stay as late as I want on Sunday because yeah. traditionally it's like somebody's like I gotta get back. Let's leave at nine. Right. Yeah. Right. And so I can like yeah. kind of feel like I can stay as late as I want. So I'm interested to see what Gen Con is like on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Still sure. fairly crowded. Yeah, it's, it stays busy. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. my my recollection. Is yeah, it stays busy. And we drove separate. We did because uh, yeah. you talked about leaving. Tomorrow I think we're gonna night. leave tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm gonna leave uh, Sunday morning right away. Uh, but I want to be able to stay here for the night uh, Saturday. Um, yeah, and just to spite you, since I drove by myself, I listened to Rancid and Out Come the Wolves at nice. top volume and like screamed along with it. The just whole time, Black Copeland. I listened to several yeah, things, but time I did think of you and then was like, I should listen to Rancid. That's been a while. Yeah. I have great, so I've always had great memories of that album, but I have special memories now of that because the first time I met Andy Lennox, yeah. uh, we were driving out to Unpub out in Delaware. It was Andy, Jason, and I, and we listened to that, like, yeah. and kind of all bonded over that album. So and now I've been trying to design a game called An Outcome the Wolves for years. Wait, I, so really? I know you did not hear that, but right. the first I heard <laughs> there was there's a game that Adam showed me, I think it was called something like Here Come the Dogs. And oh. it was like you had to keep a um 
a fire going and there's like actual sticks and things. I don't know. He was just kind of explaining to me, but if the fire goes out, the dogs come and you know, attack you. That feels you. like a missed opportunity of a name. I'm glad they, they missed right. that one. Can I just say Adam is so good at explaining games? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> no, uh, we played Welcome To last night and granted, it was late and we were all tired <laughs> And anyway. I was not being helpful. And Jason was <laughs> so far from helpful. Um, but so you know who else is so far from helpful? Adam explaining yeah, the freaking game. He did not explain it well. <laughs> I'd only played it once, so I didn't feel comfortable explaining it. Um, but yeah, it, it, Jason still didn't get fences the entire time, and he ended up coming in last place. Barely. Uh, the, barely, yeah. I you was, were like 86. I, was, I think three of us were at 89, 90, and then Adam was at like 105 because he played the game a lot more. If, though, but, if I had been able to select two cards differently... I would have taken first place. It was, I mean, right. it was, that's it, how close it was. It was. Yeah, so, so. even like, it, that says something about the game. Like, right. even yeah. if you don't quite get it all, you can still be in contention. And I actually um, thought I was winning the whole time, right, and right. I got last place. So that is fun. Like, it's fun to think you're it's, doing really well and then find out yeah. you're not. It's got some good point salad where there's a lot of different ways to score points. So, yeah. you know, like, Jason was like, I don't understand fences. I'm not doing fences. And he still managed to score points other ways. I did do several fences by the I end. Because once I finally understood them, yeah. yeah, but but anyway, yeah. I I talked to Ad. I gave him a a, a lesson today on how to explain games? games. I basically said if you know the game, still follow the rule book because hopefully, and maybe this is me trusting the game industry well, too much. Hopefully, that rule book is laid out appropriately. Right. So all you have to do is like look down and go, okay, now I should explain this and explain it. And now I should explain this and in, explain it. And really, then you don't forget anything and you put it in order that hopefully makes sense because. Ideally, that's the way the company right. did it. And the best thing to start out with, really, is to say, this is what this is the overview of what you're going to do in the game. Like, the goal is to build this town, right. build the best town, earning points for doing a few different things. Mm -hmm. The winner is going to have be the one who did this, right. and then launch into the rulebook exploration. Right. I mean, the rulebook should be set up that way as well, but they're not always. Right. So Yeah, object um, of the game. Yes. Isn't that what you usually put at the top of yes. the sell sheet? <laughs> Pretty close. Yeah, generally. I don't, yeah. but no. I just put some really pretty pictures, uh -huh. some cool graphic design. Mm -hmm. Paper clip a twenty to the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm cheap. It's it's a ten. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe twelve bucks if I have a couple ones laying around. Uh, see, that come, we'll come back to the twelve. So, twelve. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's the best. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Rob, is there anything else you want to say on your last episode here? Parts <laughs> <laughs> are funny. The smartest thing Rob ever said. No, I um, no. Uh, I, um, but to both of you guys, thanks for listening for, for so long. It's super cool. It's our pleasure. Yeah. I'm sure we'll we'll be in touch. I'm sure we'll see <laughs> see you guys again. I'm not going anywhere necessarily. I mean I'm not gonna be on the show anymore, but I'll be around. Um Yeah, Jason, I think we kind of already said all of our stuff in the last yes. episode. So we won't we won't hammer that again. Uh, right. I do want to say just real quick for next week, you're gonna come back next week. Um the show will have a slightly different format, but you're going to love it. It's going to still be really dynamic and fun, and we'll be doing the same thing, basically, uh, with a twist. And uh, so tune in next week to hear all about that. I'm not going to talk about it now because uh, we haven't started it yet, and uh, I have to figure out exactly what's going to happen. I have no idea. I'm just kidding. I'm way ahead of the game. For As BTG goes, yeah. I have most of the stuff at least halfway done. Have you... <laughs> Recorded Most. anything yet? Oh, no, no, no. no. Okay. We're going to do that next week. Yeah, so. all right. We were going to record here, um, but it didn't work out, So, um, okay. which I can't say why, because uh, that would spoil it. Sure. So, uh, But next week, look for a new episode. It'll be exciting. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the all-new, all-Jason yes. building the game. He so, told me a bit. You guys like it. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got approval from Nate. So right, a long-time right. listener. I'll gladly tell Gray as well after this recording. <laughs> I just hadn't seen you to tell you yet. So, um, All right. So before we go around and give all of our contact info so you can all get a hold of us, uh, Rob, I would like to leave you with the, uh, with the amazing words of your favorite singer-songwriter, oh. Elton John. Yeah. Oh, boy, you know how much I love Elton John. And that John. is Goodbye Norma Jean from Candle in the Wind because that really – uh, that really speaks to me about you. Okay. It's like I'll never have to see you again, ever. Right. <laughs> well, in that case, I'll end with your favorite author, Kurt Vonnegut. Uh, <laughs> God, you've got to be kind. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah.
Sorry, there's nothing else Rob hates enough that you can quote, but... I mean, I hate all kinds of things. Yeah. I can make a callback to earlier in the episode and quote the immortal John McClane <laughs> and say, Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. <laughs> Uh, See, that's a TBS knows. version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. So, uh, if you want to uh, get in touch with uh, any of us here, um, I believe I'm going to try and get these right. Uh, Gray is at Gray Dietrich on Twitter. Correct. Uh, Nate is at Nate Darty, uh, or is it N Darty? Is it Nate Darty? It's actually Nate, Nate Darty. Okay. Uh, I am at J Slingerland, J A Slingerland. Rob is messed up your own. It happens. Uh, Rob is of course at poorly underscore designed. Um, podcast is at podcast BTG. Yes, and uh, you can call our voicemail at seven seven zero tell BTG. Please don't use the email. It's fantastic. <laughs> so catchy. So it is right. It's so good. It's so good. Boy, you guys are gonna love what's coming. You're gonna love. You're gonna love what's, what's coming. coming. Change. Is a coming. Change is coming. You're gonna please, love it. Are we really gonna love it? Are you just British trying to sell it to us? Stuff. There's, there's something like, <laughs> like when this came in, Jason sent it to me, and he's like, I don't know how to feel about this, and I was like, dude, this is the most amazing thing <laughs> I have well, ever I'll, heard. I'll give you all the preview afterwards. I, this nice. is the most amazing thing I've ever heard. You yes. should be. Oh, anyway, yeah, so. it's great. It was so good that I was, I didn't like, know how didn't, to process it. I literally was like, Rob, I don't know what to yeah, do with this. Right. <laughs> so yeah nice anyway um, alright okay well. thanks everybody for listening uh, we'll, uh, uh, thank you for uh, thank you for listening to me especially um, nobody else had anything interesting to stay for 376 episodes so I was really the only reason you were here I know yes but please continue listening after I'm gone because Jason needs the download numbers I need the validation he really. needs the validation he needs well, to know that it wasn't yeah. just all me <laughs> So at least give me six months, and then you can quit. Yeah. I'll blame it on something other than Rob then. And, and again, to, to two of our oldest listeners in tenure, not age, thank you, gentlemen. Okay. Nate's pretty old. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Same, same goes out to Neil, who we're pretty sure is our first listener ever. Thank you, Neil. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. Okay. Good night. Good night. Good night. Night. Building the Game is a co-production of Imminent Entertainment and Poorly Designed Studios. All ideas presented by Rob and Jason are the property of the Building the Game podcast. We sure hope you'll join us again soon. Until next time, dial 770-TELL-BTG. Please don't use the email.